What's up, guys? It is John here, your host of Thick, Strong, and Awkward, the podcast. We just have a special episode here today. Strongman Corporation dropped the events for Nationals coming up in 14 weeks. Um, I thought nobody better than Dan Hughes and Justin Loy, the two most recent Nationals winners um, in 2020 and 2021, to come in and talk about their thoughts on the events and how they differ from years past and what kind of numbers we're expecting to see hit. Um, So without further ado, here we go. All right, boys, quit talking shit. I don't talk shit. I speak the truth. <laughs> um, yeah, so Strongman Corp dropped Nationals events 14 weeks out. Um, they haven't dropped any weights yet. They said those are coming in the next day or two. So I'm curious if they're going to be actually like heavy or not, um, considering, I mean, we're seeing most of the shows being fairly heavy um, these days, it seems like, between the regionals for OSG and uh, all the Clash stuff. <laughs> See if Strongman Corp is smart and follows suit or not. Um, event one on day one. Oh, the other weird thing. Well, okay, so this says day one is October 14th, but I thought it was a Thursday, Friday. Could have been a typo. Because October 14th is a Friday. So the weigh-ins will be Thursday, October 13th. Okay, interesting. Competition will be Friday and Saturday, October 14th and 15th. Okay, that makes sense. Because I think on the website it says 13th, 14th, but maybe they fucked that up. Yeah, I'm looking at the the Facebook page. Okay. Um, So event one on Friday, October 14th is Max Axle Press, which is, you know, real creative considering we had a Max Log last year. Hey, I love Max events. That's not even my strength, but I still love them. I do enjoy it. I don't enjoy axle press, though. Gotta get that shoulder mobility up. Well, it's not the shoulder mobility. It's the fact that I don't know how to clean an axle. (laughs) What Because uh, of shoulder mobility. (laughs) Uh, I think it's more leg drive than anything, but sure. Potato, potato. Yeah, exactly. Um... What do you guys think of having a max? Obviously, Dan likes it. Justin, what do you think of having a max press as the first event? Because last year, max log was day two, right? No, max log was the first event last year. Yeah. Was it? Oh, okay. When yeah. Bob cracked his head open? Yeah. Yep. Um, Going for that 355. Oh, big log. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that's cool. Um, they, what kind of numbers are we thinking we'll see in the weight classes? I'm, I guarantee we're seeing over 400 in the heavyweights. I don't see why not. There's multiple. Yeah, I mean, we saw over we saw over 400 in the heavyweights with the log, I believe. Okay, not a lot. That dude hit like 415 or something. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there was only a, a handful of people in the high threes for the heavyweights. Uh, I believe Tyler Young for the log hit three. He got three seventy five. Is it 75? Was it 20? Yeah, it was 20 pound jumps. Yeah. So it's 375. Um, um, I don't know about 231. It depends on if CJ Charles Pierce decides to um, stay in 231s or go back to 200s. 
but I know last year he set the actual world record for the 90 kilo class at 368. And then he went for the log record at the clash where you guys were at. Um, but I, I don't know if he'll try and jump into two thirty ones or not and try and break the record there as well. I think he's got a, a real shot at maybe pushing 400 pounds as a 231 if he wanted to embrace the fat boy life. I know I did. But that's not a world record anymore thanks to Camby, so. Yeah. No, I wouldn't be – I mean, I feel like a lot of 231s are probably stronger axle than they are at log, so I wouldn't be surprised if there's multiple people above 355. You think that uh, I, mean, I say 355. I have no idea what the jumps are going to be, but sure. I would, I mean, I would say above 350. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. It doesn't say what the jumps are here. Um, you think that, you know, the lighter weight guys being better at it just has to do with having an actual front rack position compared to most of the heavyweights. Probably. And it's not just, sitting yes. Crushing I mean, I think in general, unless you're Rob Kearney, most heavyweights can't, get a solid split jerk or jerk of any kind. Whereas middleweights, I mean, it's hit or miss. There's still plenty of, there's a lot of middleweights who still can't do push or split jerks, but more so than heavyweights, obviously. Um, and then I think we've talked about this before, a log's much harder to split jerk than an axle as well. So that's another reason why I think that you'll have more people above 350 uh, in the 105 class. Sure. Um, around around that 380 from the, like the 105s. Yeah, yeah. I think we'll see probably a couple of people above 360 and one or two maybe at the 380 mark. Um, 400 is a tall order <laughs> for a yeah. 105. I feel like. I feel I failed 400 last week. Yeah. On a barbell, right? I got it to about my eyebrows <laughs> off blocks on a barbell. But that was just a, a spite Tyler Young because me and him are the same because we've both failed 400, except I've actually failed 400 less than he has, which to some <laughs> statisticians may say I'm a better presser now. Uh, uh, yeah, sure. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> That's a fair comparison. Shut your mouth. <laughs> although, although you got it to your eyebrows, it's to his eyebrows on the blocks. So, <laughs> same, same. Wow. I will never discriminate against height, especially to Tyler Young. It's low hanging fruit. <laughs> fair enough. Um, the next event actually sounds kind of fun. I'm a big fan of Farmer's Walk. Having a double down and back is interesting um, with ascending weight at that. Um, I'm, I'm really curious what weights they pick. I feel like for middleweight, it's going to be sub 300 on both. Probably. Mm, I wouldn't be, if I was to guess, they're going to do like 285, 295 range, and then like uh, 305. I could see that. I, I think topping out like 305, maybe 310 if they really feel like pushing it. Because 40 feet's not that far. I mean, it's 80 feet total each weight, but yeah. I also believe that. But it also depends. Do they want to do something that everybody's going to finish and it's going to be the fastest time, or do they want to do something that, you know, only the top half, top third finish? I feel like, and for those listening that haven't actually read what's happening, um, it's farmers walk double down and back. So what it is is your first set of farmers handles 
it's down 40 feet and back. Um, I didn't, is it a turn? Yeah, it says, well, it says drop, turn, then drop go back. And turn. So you don't have to turn a cone or anything. It's just drop and turn around and pick it back up. Yeah. Okay. So that's, so there's two picks there for each weight. So you go down 40 feet, come back 40 feet, pick a second set of farmers that's actually heavier. We don't know how much heavier down 40 feet, drop, turn, pick it again and back 40 feet. Um, I think heavyweights are probably going to be somewhere around like 310, 320, and then like maybe a 340. Yeah. In my head, I had 310 and 350. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. I think middle, I think middleweights will be all sub 300. I would like it if it was like 300 and 320 for middleweights, but I just feel I think like it will be. That's at nationals, if it's 300 and 320, there's going to be like 10 people who complete it. So that's, that's why I think it's going to be that's lighter. True. That's why I don't think it's going to be – I think it'll be like 290, maybe 295. Well, that's what I, I think having the double down and back with two different sets, it, it'll spread people out with the points. So it's like you only got the first set one way down. Um, and I think that's kind of their ideas. Maybe the second set will be more difficult to the point where it really separates the pack, like the three or four guys. But you are- also – yeah, it, but you also have to take into account if they do it heavy enough. So, yeah, points-wise, it makes it easier and creates further separation. But if it's heavy enough that the majority of people aren't completing it, that's going to slow the show way down and decrease yeah. throughput because they're going to have to measure everything as yeah. opposed to people who run through. They have a 60-second time limit or whatever um, as they push people through. Ideally, everybody who finishes it is less than 60 seconds. So that's faster than stopping, resetting, measuring, and all that. So, I mean, as a, for the type of show that nationals are with that amount of volume um, at, in respect to athletes, it would make sense to have for middleweights probably sub 200 and then heavyweights low, uh, maybe, but yeah, like 305 and then. 325 or something like that sure and i mean that is the last couple of years as you guys both know being winners of the last couple of years had to do what was it um 100 feet total yoke distance or was it 120 uh, 120 it was six yeah 60 and 60 yeah so having 160 feet total with farmers is pretty exhausting we're gonna have people that are fully capable of doing that distance but just mm-hmm. not that time yeah and i mean the yoke is still easier to reset than farmers if you say (laughs) oh you mean for the loaders and stuff yes absolutely yeah to reset yeah yeah i agree with you justin you're pretty out of it buddy how you doing huh well i have my input you what Uh, i have my input they should do fuck it they should change that and do uh farmers to yoke too long so like the rogue invitational, but add a farmers. Yeah. Yeah. I really want to do the yoke to farmer or yoke to uh uh long. Justin's commentary on this year's nationals uh, events is change them. Yeah, James. <laughs> <laughs> I don't <Yeah>. like it. <laughs> I'm not against like mixing up. I, I do like the idea and what Rogue did with the mixing up of like a press and a, a movement event. And not necessarily just sticking with, you know, only movement events can be mixed together. I just don't see them doing it because, like Dan said, it's more difficult to uh, set up and it'll take too much time with the amount of competitors, which is a bummer. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, for sure. 
I'm just not going to compete again until a comp like that comes up. No, you're not going to sign up for heavyweight nats. <laughs> no. Oh God. No. I got. I was confirmed by Dion today. You can do that without qualifying. Yeah. No. I thought was, about it. I actually kind of like these events, but we'll t- once we get through all of them, I'll talk about that. Okay. I probably can't pick farmers right now. <laughs> And then, and then to cap off day one is sandbag carry to sled drag. Um, I'm trying to remember if it was one sandbag or two sandbags. It says carry sandbag 40 feet to sled, run back, carry second sandbag to sled, and then and drag back. So two sandbags. We just saw a very uh, the exact same event, actually. Well, it was a sandbag, two sandbags to a arm over arm for OSG regionals. Um, in the middleweight category, I believe it was 300 and 325. Oh, no, no, that was heavyweight. The middleweight was 275, 300. I could see them doing the same weights for this, depending on the slag or the sled they have for dragging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah be good. I haven't done a drag in a long time. I don't. It's, um, it's... I mean, we did the chain drag at Clash which is a little bit different. Um, it's always different than a normal drag just because it's it's weird. Sure. And the, the, the weight is distributed throughout the entire chain instead of just in the sled. Well, you're, yeah, your arms are tired holding the chain up to drag it, let alone, you know, it's not just a handle with a rope like you would be with yeah. a sled drag, right? Yeah, because like on a, what I like to do with a sled drag is I kind of lock my, on a typical sled drag like this one, uh, is I almost kind of lock my hands in and relax them because I'm not really like squeezing the handles sure. and I'm just falling back and driving with my legs on a chain. You can't do that. You have to actively hold it up and keep it tight because it's, I mean, because it's pulling sure. and it's much thicker. So you can't really just grab it like a rope or a, a D handle or whatever they call them. Sure. This one's actually really reminiscent of the event you Came close to winning at OSG in 19, Justin, except it's two yeah. sandbags instead of a sandbag keg and a Usafel. Last year at OSG, it was, well, it was a Usafel and a sandbag. That's right. They did it again. Yeah, I forgot about that. Pretty similar. Um, yeah, sled drags aren't hard. I don't think sled drags are hard. Um, I always try to like turn and run with it. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> it, seems, it seems to help. <laughs> I remember right in 19, at least, you were, like, one of the only people that came close to, like, a minute on it when you had 90 seconds to do it. Almost everybody else was dying. Yeah, I placed uh, fifth on that one, right behind Anthony. Which Not bad for missing your water cut. Yeah. Because you guys want to take blood out of me. (laughs) Cowards. Justin, lifeless on the hotel room floor, begging us to take a liter of blood so he can make weight. (laughs) <laughs> you could have just put it right back in it's not like yeah. You know, place. yeah that's how that works they do it all the time <laughs> <laughs> who's they <laughs> i'm not gonna i'm not gonna point out specifics <laughs> because you can't no i was thinking I of think justin's referring to kidney dialysis which is not quite the same thing <laughs> nah. <laughs> Um, all right, so kicking off day two on Saturday, we got a deadlift medley, which is a farmer's pick deadlift, another farmer's pick deadlift, and then an axle for reps. Um, I, I believe the, the farmers are the same style. I just imagine it goes up in weight. 
They're probably the same farmers. From You're probably the, the same exact ones. Sure. Uh, I think that using farmers for some kind of in any deadlift event is stupid. I hate it. It's so dumb. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a big uh, yeah, I agree with that. Change it, James. Uh but Axel, what'd you say was the last one? Axel for reps? 14 inch Axel for reps. Oh god, no, dude. Let's let's all petition to do away with Axel for a while. Like it's like there's an Axel in every <laughs> Just everything. Axel deadlifts. Axel presses. Axel this. Axel flips. Like fuck, man. Like, let's do something cool. Well, it's the cheapest, easiest way for them to reuse equipment at an event. Yeah, obviously. Nailed it. <laughs> so, um, for reps, I don't see the middleweights Axel for reps going over like six hundred, six twenty, maybe. Um, the farmers, I would think, would be like 300, 320. Yeah. What, were the, what was the axle ladder for middleweight at the Arnold? Because it was pretty heavy. And I know it wouldn't be as heavy as that, but, I mean, it was pretty heavy. I'm not sure. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. I think for heavyweights, it was like 700. No, it wasn't. That, for heavyweights, the last axle was closer to eight. And I remember because oh, I wanted shit. heavyweights. And at that time, I was like, I don't think I can pull a 13-inch axle at 800. Okay. Um, I mean, to be clear, I still can't. <laughs> but, oh, maybe I could. I have before. But. Um, it is fair, too. I don't even think about these being basically Arnold weights. It's so weird how they just continually copy like on, obviously, Australian Corp runs the Arnold comp, but it's just like have some originality. I feel like, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I feel like the same thing happened last year. I mean, it's just at least there's not a, a log again. I mean, I'll take that's log over max axle any day. There's not a log and there's not a yoke. So, in my opinion, that's progress as far as. Uh, <coughs> uh, no redundancy. Sure. Redundancy is not the right word, but uh, you get what I'm saying. And I'm not trying to discount or like disparage, not talking about like other weight classes. I just have no idea what good weights are for any other weight classes besides no, I mean, and heavy weights. But also, this is, I don't feel bad because this is a primarily 105 show. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's what I am. And that's what I know. Because <laughs> that's who we are, or that's what I am. And that's what I care about. <laughs> from Tommy Boy, in case you don't know that. <laughs> My, this job that I'm at, man, one of the guys that comes out, he tries to, like, whenever he feels like the office isn't, like, lively enough, he'll come out and start, like, giving, like, a talk. And he references Tommy Boy at least twice in every talk. And it's the same, like, couple of lines. What was the one It was about, uh, I can give you a good look at a steak if you put your head up a cow's ass or something like that. <laughs> uh, I, yeah i could get you a good look at a t-bone by sticking my head up a bull's ass but i'd rather just take the butcher's word for it yeah he says it almost every day and it, it gets old i've never actually seen tommy boy so what yeah wait what i'm sorry okay, pause right now go watch it and then we will continue the rest sorry but in all seriousness, actually, do you pause it because I need to go make another drink. Oh, yeah, same. Okay. Wow. Yes. Yeah. All right. Now I've watched Tommy Boy and we can continue. Dan will let us keep going. Yes.
get back to it. Now everybody's got freshened up drinks and whatnot. Um, what were we talking about? Day oh, the deadlift medley. Yeah. Um, How we think farmer deadlifts are stupid. I mean, I don't think they're stupid just because there's something I'm actually like decent at, but just from that side handle pick and everything. But I feel like everybody's decent at that because it's easy. Yeah. I mean, I, I would imagine it'd be pretty heavy. Um, and you can use straps. So I hope it's heavy. Oh, well, well, that's another thing about farmer's deadlift is the whole point, in my opinion, is it's a grip event. Yeah. I, I hope. Because I hope people strap in to the farmers. What? I hope people strap in to the farmers. Just waste I'm all their time. Yes. <laughs> um, if you can use straps on the first two, because I think I feel like it would be easy to just say no straps on the farmers, and then obviously you can use straps on the on the axle. Um. But I think a cooler event would be no straps for any of them. And obviously it would be lighter, but no straps for any of them. And then the axle is like a 300 pound axle for reps. 300? Yeah, after doing the farmers and it's for reps. Oh, so like you have to do a double overhand though. You can't reverse. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Okay. Yeah, I'm into the double overhand axle. Yeah, that'd be rad. Yeah, um, I'm sure that's not going to be it, but no. I think that would be cool. Then. Yeah, they should throw a yoke squat in there with it, <laughs> like an Anderson yoke squat. Yeah, I want to see an Anderson yoke squat at Clash next year. Hey, we're all primed for it. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I'd rather fail that than a normal squat. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. A squat. Sir, can you lay down? Hey, Jake, you unplug my phone, dickhead. And then the next event, um, sandbag over shoulder. So over shoulder, actually, that's yeah. the first Yeah, I'm excited for that over shoulder and not too so shoulder. That's interesting because, like, it's very easy to not go over shoulder when you're going over shoulder and more like dump it off the side. Yeah, I was thinking that as well. Judging is going to be... That going to be tough. Yeah, we'll see. Not if you have a certification you have to pass. Ooh. This is true. Um, we need Evan. He's certified, basically. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, the differences in judging between Evan and uh, Maxime was wild. <laughs> But we don't need to dive into that too hard. Oh, I thought you guys froze. No. I am as much as I love <laughs> as much as I love sandbag to shoulder, or in this case, over shoulder. Um, everybody's doing it. <clears throat> well, I mean, there was two years where everybody had a log. And uh, uh, oh, actually, I just realized this. There's no bag over bar this year. Oh, no throwing event. No throwing, which is weird. We're shifting away from it. The entire strongman community surged on it for so long that now we're getting away from it, um, which is awesome for people like Justin and I. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then seated arm over arm sled pull for 80 feet. 
that's pretty far. That's a long way. And they're really, they're going for, really going for utilizing equipment here. <laughs> get, the best, get the best bang for their buck. <laughs> Good job, James. Well, you only, you only want to ship so much to Erie, Pennsylvania. That's <laughs> true. Where's, where does Dion live? Where's she based out of? Does she like have this stuff to ship or is they just shipping it from like Rogue specifically? I don't know who's providing the sled. Uh, Why would I know that? I don't know. You're both strongman court pros. I'm not. Yeah, that doesn't mean we hang out with Dion. <laughs> we're not in the, we're not involved in the logistical discussions. <laughs> when when you guys aren't on Zoom calls for podcasts with me, I don't know what you do with your time. Yeah. Well, I can confirm <laughs> that it is not talking about the logistics of Strongman Corps. <laughs> um, let's see. Starting That's a really fun event. The Arm of Arm Truck Pool is more fun. Yes. Um, but Sled Bull is pretty fun. But 80 feet, Ooh. like I said. You also fun. don't start in position you start behind a line and on go you walk mm-hmm. to it sit yes. down grab so it. do you have to walk <laughs> well i mean you could run okay we well, said walk. Yeah, so it says right. steps slow down <laughs> so we did actually it's funny because we didn't know the context of this but james did ask me um what would be more fair in regards to the starting position for an arm over arm and we didn't know the context of it when he asked this, but several of us did say that standing is better. Um, I think one of the arguments was posed that was posed was uh, if you start like kind of loaded, like either standing with your hands on the rope, there's more potential for a false start. Um, and then if you do that, you have to reset and all that. So it takes up more time. But if you're starting at a line and you have to go, um, if there is a false start at the whistle or before the whistle, um, nothing has to be reset other sure. than just the competitors. So, and I mean, at the end of the day, it'll be fair for everybody because everybody's starting on the same line. So I think it's fair. They did a similar thing with the, the yoke last year with starting with your hands on it, but you couldn't be like under it, um, prevented false starts and things of that nature. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I don't know. I like an arm over arm pull as long as the setup's decent. It's not like sliding and stuff. You run into that every once in a while. Yeah. Yep. I have also done an arm over arm where uh, the platform was not anchored correctly. And so you ended up pulling yourself towards, <laughs> towards the implement you're supposed to be pulling. Yeah, I don't actually know the last time I did. I don't know if I've ever even done an arm over arm with a sled, though. I've only ever done truck pulls. Yeah, I'm staying. Yeah, I don't well, know. I mean, in an actual competition, but mm-hmm. Justin did it. He won the arm over arm for the ASM his first year as a pro. Yeah, girl. Pulling a U-Haul real fast towards himself. Yeah, yeah. I was actually editing something today and came across that video I had saved on my computer. Frank was Frank was yelling at him saying that they pushed the button early. And I'm like, you're not even competing. You don't care. Push the button. <laughs> you don't even go here. 
Get out of here, rookie. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, he was an amateur at the time. I forget. Yeah. Frankie is now a pro. He is. is now a pro. I thought he was doing – oh, I was right. He, he told me he was doing USS, but he tweaked his bicep a couple weeks ago and pulled out. Mm. That'll happen. Yeah. That, that's why I asked if he was there or how he was doing. I didn't know that until afterwards. I didn't know that either. I, as far as I knew, he and Tommy were the only – were the front runners for the 242 class. But that didn't happen. In, in that vein – um, my, one of my newer teammates, uh, Vince Wilkinson met him in October, the weekend after, uh, I won Nats last year, um, supporting another teammate, Pat, who's a, a heavyweight competitor. Um, and Vince had just won his first competition that he ever did. He was a novice and he was like, Hey, how do I, what do I need to do to come to the team? Um, he, he's a second lieutenant in the army. And I was like, uh, yeah, just keep competing, get some more comps under your belt. Um, and then we stayed in touch some, and he told me a while ago, he's going to be at Nats, but it was like at USS Nats. That was like two months ago. I totally forgot about it. I saw him there this past weekend. <laughs> he ended up placing second in his second competition ever. Uh, so watch out for that guy. I don't even think he has a coach or anything. He just kind of is like doing it. So that's awesome. Um, doing it and doing it and doing it well. Beat out Tommy. Yeah. Uh, he pulled a 760 on the mammoth bar or elephant bar or whatever they call it. Yeah, that's heavy. Um, I think he was second or first on the farmer's hold. Um. I don't remember how he did on the press medley, but, and then on the stone to shoulder, I guess he, he, he didn't have access to, to heavy stones. So he only got one, but I mean, he had a solid enough lead that he only did one rep on the stone and still played second. So pretty impressive. So he should be at clash finals um, with us in 2023. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. That's awesome. I want to see more uh, stone to shoulder at competitions. I love stone to shoulder. I hate stone to shoulder. It's so much better than sandbag. I mean, I'm not I'm not bad at it, but I'm way better at sandbag. Sandbag is definitely more forgiving. I've barely, barely picked a 320 sandbag or 325, whatever that one was in your garage when we were fucking around with it. And didn't even get it all the way up. But I've done a 330 stone for like four reps. So I don't understand how you guys are better at sandbag. Uh, it's just more forgiving. Like on a stone, maybe it's because I'm just smaller. It's like if I don't get it perfectly on my shoulder, mm-hmm. it rolls either which way. Whereas a sandbag, yeah, you know it. Um, more forgiving. I don't. Know. I don't have much shelf up here to sit on, so I can go forward or backwards pretty easy. Hmm. Actually, I did. I bent uh, Anthony's stone of steel, like the first time, first and only time. We ever trained stone to shoulder because he had it for something coming up. And I was like, I was like, I don't know. I shouldn't do this with you because I'm gonna drop it. And he's like, no, no, it'll be fine, it'll be fine. And I'm like, okay. And like the second rep, I go right over my shoulder and dropped it and bent it. And he's like, ah, I'm like, I told you. 
Also, that thing should be made more durable. Yeah. The first time I ever did center shoulder was with John in a dungeon up in Washington. And at the time, their stone situation was they had a shit ton of stones, but like they're just scattered all over the floor. And the floor. <laughs> yep. So I was terrified because I knew if I dropped the stone in any direction, it was going to bounce off another stone and, you know, break my legs. Um, mm-hmm. So I was very hesitant. It's not unlike the same situation that my current gym has, <laughs> which is probably why. <clears throat> yeah, I haven't done a, I haven't actually done a stone to shoulder since then, probably when I was showing you how to do it. Mm-hmm. I still prefer it though. I don't, I haven't picked a sandbag that didn't hurt my arms in a very, very long time. Well, uh, <laughs> Well, that's all I got on the Nationals events, buddy. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, okay, cool question. Uh, okay, if you could make your own Nationals, what would the events be? Oh, that's a good question. So, John, you go first. <laughs> uh, well, I'll start with stone to shoulder for reps. <laughs> As an opener. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, we'll call it that event one. Why not? I hate when the pressing is event one. It's always been event one. And I'm always like nervous. And it's like uncomfortable to put something over your head when you have like nerves. Yeah, I agree. Work out. I, agree. Um, <clears throat> I like a truck pull. I'm, I've always been into truck pulls. Um, the heavier, the better. And then we'll do double dumbbell to a log for reps. Oh, damn it. Read my mind. I was going to say double dumbbell to something. (laughs) Love double dumbbell. I'm still using it. (laughs) Uh, Axle deadlift from... I mean, I like the deficit, but Nationals did that a couple years ago. I'd rather just do it from the floor for an axle, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm tired of wagon wheels. I hate 13-inch picks. And then last event, uh, I feel like I'm going to get hate if I just do all, like, static events. So I got to do a moving event of some sort. What truck pulls a moving event? We'll do cake toss. I like cake toss. How about that? Cake toss is a fun event. We'll do it like six to eight kegs, somewhere in there, and make them heavy. All right. What about you, Justin? I'm still thinking. Are we doing five or six events? You, it's your nationals. You decide. All right. <laughs> if I had like, unlimited resources, time, money, the help to do it. All that has to be a factor, right? Mm-hmm. We're making a perfect one. Okay. So you're overthinking this already. I can tell. No. Classic. Putting that out there because people will be like, oh, that would take forever. That'd be like a 10 day comp because of all the resetting. Sean would be complaining, saying you shouldn't be running nationals and stuff like that. You know, so. Um, I mean, we're going to pretend you have. I'm taking into account that it's nationals. What? For my event, I'm taking into account that it is like SC nationals. So it's 
I'm not doing my ideal five events. I'm doing what I think would be five awesome events for nationals. Okay. If that makes sense. All right. Well, I'm just going to throw those out there. Um, <laughs> all right. So first one, uh, barbell, uh, barbell clean and press to a double dumbbell clean and press to a circus dumbbell for reps. Hold on. Back that up. Oh, I'm sorry. What? All right. The first event, a barbell clean and press, double dumbbell clean and press to a circus dumbbell for reps. Mm. Okay. Okay. The next one, um, a four or five bar deadlift ladder. Kind of like OSG does. I don't know. I just think it's cool. Plus it's fun to watch. Sure. And it goes, and it goes fast. Um, so they're taking into account an actual national or something. Um, next would be an arm over arm truck pull. Um, not sorry, not arm over arm. My bad. Just a regular truck pull. Um, and then there'd be a uh, yoke to log for reps uh, because that'd be really cool. And then I'd probably do heavyweight. Um, see what was that for? Um, I would do a probably. I think power stairs would be cool, but if we take into factor of an actual nationals, that's going to take a lot of time, especially for reset and stuff. Um, so probably not that. And some type of uh, load and carry medley, probably like um, like a sandbag farmer duck walk. Didn't they do that at Clash a couple years ago? That I don't know. Something like that. Couple years ago, Clash is only two years old. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, and last, I would do a Stone Series. Is that like eight events? What was that? I feel no, like you said no. every event ever. No, I said <laughs> he was like, "Hey, give me a list of strongman two, events, and we'll just combine them all." I only said five events. Yeah, but there was like eight extra events added into those five. Well, because I only had four of them thought of, and I was trying to make up the other. A ones rogue, a rogue, give me all your implements. I'm gonna use <laughs> yeah, them. Pretty much. I think we should do something with wheelbarrows too. You know, fucking wheelbarrow. Wheel. We have those in stock. <laughs> we do. We probably have enough for like six lanes. Uh, all right, go ahead. Since Dan had the most I'm just going to throw this out there. I am not entering Justin's Nationals. Why? Nope. Same. Same. I'm going to enter yours. You start off with a stone to shoulder, and I'd be like, ah, next year. That's fine. <laughs> um, so I don't, have an, I don't have the order sorted out. But uh, so Circus Dumbbell for reps. Because like I said, I'm taking into account that this is Nationals. So like minimizing. I would really love to do a max Circus Dumbbell. But at a nationals in a nationals format that it's impractical you want to know how we know that dan is in charge of people in the army hmm. his whole thought process is like the ease of making it happen with the help allotted you sound like someone who's putting together nationals this year with like let's utilize these same three implements as best we can justin and i are just out here daydreaming with no limits and 
Yeah, we're like, talking no limit. What? Okay. You didn't say, say that. You said, they, what are your ideal nationals events? The question but, was not, what is your ideal competition? Because I feel like we've answered that question before on this podcast. Yeah, we have. Probably. This question was, so I'm thinking about entertainment, throughput, as well as challenging um, in a uh, holistic way, the best athletes. Okay. So circus dumbbell for reps, a yoke to a bag load. So run the yoke down probably 60 feet, run back, grab a sandbag, run it back, load it. Um, Which I think was an OSG event in like 2019. Um, Max deadlift. So last man standing, basically regular deadlift bar like they did in 2020. Um, bag toss, even though I'm not super awesome at it, I think it's entertaining and it's quick reset. Ideally, I think max, uh, height would be awesome, but that's not really feasible for a, uh, a national scenario. Uh, and then farmers for 60 feet, just a quick sprint down, um, probably for one Oh fives, try and do like three Oh five. 295 at the lightest just like i'm thinking nationals justin not not like we talked about earlier and dan just wants to give out pro cards is what he wants he does he just wants no because the best you tried everyone (laughs) finishing the farmers doesn't mean you're good it's how fast you finish the farmers yeah but it should be a reasonable weight okay okay 405 pounds for middle weights for 60 feet there you go justin congrats congrats justin even the first place person has got a zero all because of you and your pride can we set on 315 and then an axle and log back and forth oh also the uss national circa 2021 Who's the USS National? I ask questions <laughs> and don't like the answers. <laughs> My name is John Justin. <laughs> I actually do like the pressing back and forth thing. I don't mind that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that'd be okay, I guess. I mean, I like training for both for competitions because, uh, like, I found that only training for, well, I guess last year for Nationals, it was both an axle for reps and a log. But in the past, when I trained for one and not the other, I go back to the other one, like in the off season or for the next comp. And it's like, wow, I'm way worse at this than I used to be. Um, It's like you're relearning it. (laughs) Yeah. But so those are my six events with (coughs) the three categories in mind for why I picked those. Not necessarily my ideal comp, but I think those are all feasible for a nationals setting. Wait, so you have two different press events. You have a circus dumbbell and then an axle to log back and forth. Yeah. So really it's three pressing implements. But I mean, I th- throwing, yoke, farmers, circus dumbbell, axle, log. It's pretty well-rounded. You got a max event, some rep events, speed events. Yeah. That one I might do. 
I mean, I would do this in a heartbeat, which is why I chose these events. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, what are what is your ideal Nationals six events? Six. We're going with six. I think I only get five, but I'm good with that. Yeah, I don't. I'm scared to hear some of those responses. Some of the DMs I get about events people want to see when I post stuff. I think it'd be fun. It's terrifying. I want to do a log floor press. Bro, they did a log um, bench press at an Arizona competition last year. Yeah. There was okay. incline. There's an incline log bench at uh what was the the competition we did in 2019 justin in tampa oh in tampa yeah that same comp but like the year after or two years after oh they did yeah they did a, inc- a max incline i think it was max incline log why is that the comp when you beat hip-hop strongman the hippopotamus absolutely it was <laughs> he retired and then come out of retirement and then retired again the hip hopopotamus, my lyrics are bottomless. He uh he pulled a Tom Brady, but didn't like you know get millions of without dollars. the winning. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's fair. When is he like not competing anymore? I guess I haven't looked. I don't know. Who I don't, I don't follow the hip hopopotamus. Yeah, he did uh Alabama's or Georgia's strongest man, and then didn't win and then hasn't competed since that I know of. Mm. He was fun to make fun of. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's uh nationals for everybody. Their recap on the big drop today. I wish we had the weights. I'd like to know what weights they're gonna be. I do too. It's weird to drop the events without the weights, like. You've had all this time. Yeah. We can do a short bonus episode once they release the weights on any. uh... Do we have any athletes that come to mind as far as I'll just edit this out if we can't think of anybody, but uh, as far as going to Nats that we think are going to do well, I don't even know anybody that's going. I imagine CJ will because he goes every year. I mean, it depends on who wants to do it. Like, I think Mike O'Connor could win. I just don't think from my conversations with him, I don't think he's ever going to touch SE again as long as yeah, I, don't think, I don't think he cares. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was the reason he didn't do it last year. It wasn't that he couldn't of he could not have performed, but uh, I just don't think he has a desire to do it, which is fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, maybe Bob will do it again. Tyler, well, Tyler's a pro now, right? Yeah, Ty- Tyler's a pro. You were second last year. Yeah, maybe Bob um, will do it. Yeah, I mean, but I don't know if Bob will do it because he did it kind of <coughs> like on a whim last year, too. All right. Um, he wasn't planning on doing it. Um, and then some things kind of fell in line to allow him to do it. But I mean, he's definitely a candidate. If he if he chose to, but I also believe he didn't train. He he was training for Waco. He wasn't training for SC Nats last year. Okay. Um. Yeah, he only trained for like a couple weeks. But from what I've talked with him, he's not planning on doing it. 
Yeah, I don't think he is. He's just chilling until Clash next year. Yeah. I wonder if uh, any of these USS Nationals people are going to jump across. I mean, I think it just it's a matter – I know for some people, for, for the two athletes that are on my team, both Pat and Vince, um, it just came down to with their work schedule what they were able to qualify for. Mm. Like, I mean, Pat's a Green Beret, and he was just like, yeah, with my training schedule, I can't do any comps that would qualify me for SC Nets. So he didn't do it. Um, I mean, there's still time, though. What? There's still time to qualify. Yeah, I think he – because he just did Nats this past weekend, I think he's going to try and do OSG qual. um, And then, I mean, see how that goes and go from there. Sure. I don't think he has any plans to try and qualify. Because he's also going to, so he's in the middle of, uh, well, not in the middle of, he's going to start his process of moving to Fort Knox here where I'm at yeah. uh, in August. So that's obviously got to throw a wrench in any competition plans between then and October as well. Sure. Justin, well, do you have you any gonna... clients going to do it? Not that I know of. Um, actually, wait. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got one, at least one, for heavyweights. Heavyweights. Yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Everybody seems to be more on the clash qualifiers and OSG shit right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, you don't need to be have a pro card to do those, and you can actually make money. Yeah, it's pretty. Shame. It's tough to tough to want to do nats when there's no money involved, and you only spend a shitload to do it. Yeah, but what's the price of happiness? I haven't found out yet because I haven't found <laughs> it. No, neither am I. <laughs> well, you just haven't spent enough yet. You're right. You're underspending. <laughs> I'll do heavyweight nationals if James pays for me. There you go. I'll do heavyweight nationals uh, if you do, Justin. It's only two weeks after uh, ASM. So let's do ASM, and then we'll uh, do a hop, scop, and a jump on up to Erie and uh, <laughs> turn pro and heavyweight, right? And then go, yeah, and then go from there right to OSG. We'll just go from Erie straight down to uh, Daytona. Like four weeks. You got to get acclimated. We would – I would go home first, and then I would go down. It's kind of on the way. (laughs) Kind of, a little bit, but what's more fun? Uh, Partying up in Daytona for a month or sitting at home? So Justin's plan is to compete at heavyweight nationals and go get drunk for a month. For, for a month straight. Daytona Beach <laughs> before competing at OSG. Absolutely. Yes. I will be primed. I bet I'll be able to make weight easy. I was going to say that water cut will be real easy when you're dehydrated. <laughs> that sounds rough. 
I hope there's not another fucking rock concert there this year, driving prices up. Yeah, I've been watching hotel. I might book my hotel now. We're like here real soon because they've been pretty cheap. Are they? Yeah. Speaking of the stupid shit with SC Nats, where you got to pay the hotel fee if you don't use their hotel. It's the other thing they're doing that's going to drive people away, I feel like. That's capitalism, baby. Mm. Yeah. Everybody loves it. <laughs> Until they realize how much bullshit it is. Yeah, I mean, the was it, $50 a day if you don't use our hotel? Some shit like that. It's ridiculous. Oh, I thought it was just one fifty dollar fee for a one time thing. Uh uh-uh. uh. It's per day for three days. If oh. Wait, is that for nationals? Yeah, for strongman corp nats. Yeah. Gross. James, what are you doing? Imagine being taxed for staying at a place cheaper than the place you're being asked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if the place you choose to stay at is less than fifty dollars <laughs> cheaper than the strongman corp sponsored hotel, you're fucking up. And it's okay because if you win, you're not going to get any money either. So the return on investment is definitely there for sure. But that's showbiz, baby. Did USS have prize money for any of their people? Because they do it local level. Uh, I do not believe so, but I don't know for sure. I thought to get, oh, no, that was just for a paid athlete thing. What do they have to do? Wait, what did the winners get? For what? The winners of USS National. They get a belt, which is pretty cool. I would like a belt. I thought about ordering myself a belt. That says... You know, you know what's even cooler than a belt? A ring. You know who would like a ring? No, Cam. I mean... The, um, no, the Clash... Uh, not the Clash, but uh, USS. I thought they got an invite to, like, something. Uh, I believe there in the past there's been some sort of partnership with... Uh, was it SCL? Oh, is that what they're getting an invite to? And then yeah, I don't, I don't know if their nationals is an invite to their pro system, though. I'm not sure on that. If that's what you're getting, I do not know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Man, wouldn't that be wild? To be the first USS pro, and then you're like, you just you're at a competition, just you, just hanging out. As a USS pro. Yeah, like they, but they do a pro show before they have more. Pro. And then it's just you, or it takes it's like you, and they take like top two for pro, and then they have a pro show, and it's then it's just you and one other dude just going at it. I don't think you understand how their pro system works, buddy. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. It's okay. I don't think most people do. Uh, so no. you, you enter the pro class at a amateur show, and if you win, and there's more than six people entered. In that class, you are a yeah. USS Pro. So there's like eight of them currently. Okay. But what does that mean? But it means you then are qualified to go compete at their international pro show, which is October, I think, here in Texas. Um, and if you win, if you win that, because their their pro system is only open class, it's nobody else. and if you win that international pro show you get um contract where you're paid every month but anybody that wins a pro class at an amateur show is technically a pro Mm. 
yeah, it, it wasn't well um, described or explained. So, well, time to get signed up. <laughs> and that's the comp I did, and a couple months ago, it was fun. Uh, <clears throat> for what it was. Thanks. What? I don't know what I'm going to do and next. I'll tell you. Yeah. I'll tell you after this. All right, right, that is our Nationals talk for everybody. We're going to get out of here because we don't have anything else to ramble on about that we can record. Bye. (laughs)